the Main Character Podcast with Zan Bennett. Today, I want to talk about the value of friendships and the different kinds of friendships that you have throughout your life. One of the things I've recognized is that really good friendships are such a valuable thing. It's such a life hack. And the best way to figure out how to have these friendships in your life is to figure out how you can be the best kind of friend to the people that deserve it, that you welcome into your life, that bring value to you as well. When I found these friendships in my life, it's somebody you can trust in that can give you an honest opinion, that is willing to understand the context, and not only willing, but interested in your life, just as you will be interested in their life. So you can focus on the different layers to who you are, and you can share that with somebody who can then help you think about the problem set that you have in front of you. Relationships happen in many different ways. Like when I'm talking about friendships, sometimes people are friends because of circumstance. Sometimes people are friends because whatever the setting is has brought them together to go do a thing. But the real authentic friendships, the ones that really last a lifetime and can help you be a better person, they tend to be the kind of friends that weather different situations. They weather different storms. Building a healthy personal relationship, romantic relationship is built on a lot of the same pillars as figuring out how you can be having a high emotional intelligence to connect with the people that are in your life that you believe to be as friends. There's a correlation there between how do you have healthy friendships and then how can you bring that skill set to the table and apply it in a different but related way for romantic relationships. Because at the end of the day, it's this line where you really think about how can I be the best version of myself? How can I be trustworthy? How can I be articulate in the things that are important to me and have a high enough emotional intelligence to be able to recognize what's going on in people's lives and be there for them in a valuable way? Uh, when I think back to some of the friends I've had in the past, there are gonna be friends that are a lot of fun but aren't necessarily helping you move along in the direction that you want to be going. And it's this interesting thing. We are a social animal. And because we're a social animal, it's really key that we spend time with other people. That's one of the pillars to the health of a human mind. To different extents, however you want to describe it, a lot of people would describe it as extroverted versus introverted. I think that there's some nuance there that makes that an imperfect framework. But the important thing is to recognize that it is key to have these relationships. And to the degree of which you can have relationships of depth, you'll find that there's externalities, positive externalities, things that really pull out and enrich your life. Sometimes you are not the best version of yourself. And in fact, likely you're not the best version of yourself very often because life has its ups and downs. And when you have these blinders because you're tired or you're unhealthy or you have an emotional stressor, whether that's a job or a relationship or any number of challenges, and it's affecting the way that you think, it can be easy to fall into the traps of your own mind. What I think good friends do and good relationships in terms of human connection is they allow you to be a reservoir of your own values. So I can believe in these principles. I can speak them into existence. I can connect with people and build a community around the things that I believe in. And then when something happens in my life where I'm not facing the equation with the same set of skills that I would normally have, I can rely on this community or at least have a safety net of a community that is there for you, that reminds you of who you are, that gives you the confidence when you don't have confidence to be able to be the kind of person that you know that you are, that you know that you can be. And that's key. That's a really powerful thing. 
Values themselves, they don't exist just to exist. They exist when they are enacted. They exist as a fabric of which we weave our lives together. And this value web that is created by a community is consistently reinforced by the behaviors and the culture of the group that you're together with. Finding those people, your people, the people that align with the values that you want And to be fair, it may not even be the values you have because you may be able to recognize that there's values that you want that are outside of the realm of the values that you have today. But finding that group allows you to shape and form your belief system in such a way that when done correctly is incredibly powerful. The challenge is that you can also fall into communities that have values that disalign with what your values are. Or maybe you don't really know what your core values are anyways. There's this interesting aspect when it comes to humans. Humans are a tribal animal. And so they're like chimpanzees or baboons where we work as a group. And in fact, I would argue, and I think that many scientists would argue that we are now transitioning, if not already transitioned into a hive species. What's a hive species? It's like a wasp or an anthill where they work together on a goal. So there's there's different ways we can perceive this, but One way to think about it is that humans have this cultural layer, right? Because of our intelligence, we are in a different category and that there is more to what we do than humans themselves. And that it may be about creating AI, it may be about creating love, it may be about the very existence of humanity itself. Is there a pureness to the value of human life that is not about a goal of where we're headed towards, but is about the embodiment of the existence itself? And I think that's a theology that is interesting and worth exploring. And so from that perspective, we have these connections. And by recognizing that everyone has their own value, you can think about how much about my life is about my own personal fitness and how much about my life is about the fitness of the group together. Think about your family. Why do people, at least culturally, more often would be willing to protect their family than a stranger? There's two reasons. One is it's your family. It's a cultural thing. And two, it's because these are an emotional connection that you have to these individuals. That's something I think across cultures people find and believe in. There's all these different ways that we can look at it. But finding these true friendships, that in itself has been something that's been a bit of a life hack that I have found at times and continue to find. And again, it's so key just to realize what am I doing that's a good friend and what am I doing that's a bad friend? When am I being selfish? When am I communicating poorly? When am I putting my needs in front of other people's needs? And by thinking these things through and be recognizing these things, you can be mindful about the decisions that you want to make. I'm not saying you should be good friends with everyone. And in fact, many people are too friendly with people in their life. And it means that they have less of a success equation in terms of whatever they want because they essentially get their pushover or they get stepped on. And don't get me wrong. It's not like we don't want these really nice people. Scott, you just have to recognize that you as an individual get to choose. Where do I want to be on the spectrum of nice? What is my tolerance for other people attempting to take advantage of me? What makes sense based on what I want out of the connections in my life? It's okay to be wherever you want to be on that scale, but it would be valuable to be able to identify where you want to be and then be intentional about it. So a couple things about how to have a good friend. The first thing is recognizing that you should be rowing the boat. If you're in a canoe 
and only one side's rowing, you're just going to go in circles. You need both sides to commit some effort towards whatever you're doing, right? But at the same time, recognize what is the goal of this relationship that you want? And again, we're talking big picture. We don't overanalyze. Friendships are fun. Friendships are about connecting. It's not like every single friend should have some specific thing you're getting out of them. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is, does this person contribute to my life in a way that is valuable to me? And do I contribute to their life in a way that's valuable for them? Put yourself into situations where you're more likely to find friends that are similar to you or more specifically, that are friends of the type that you would like. Like you want to get into hiking, one of the best ways to do that is to find people who like hiking. Or if you want to get into skiing or snowboarding or surfing, it's all about finding that key community. And that's one of the most powerful things that I think you can do to be able to just get to that next level in life and to be excited about the day-to-day things that you're doing. This is something I think is really interesting and core. And it's a topic that, that I would like to continue to explore. So I appreciate you tuning in today. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope it is helpful.